Welcome to Agent Unstuck Calls, where we talk to real estate agents who are experiencing a challenge in their real estate career and they're looking for an alternative solution. Hi, I'm your host, Mike Cerrone with MastermindAgent.com, and I'm excited about this episode, so let's go ahead and jump right in. Well, Dave, thank you again so much for joining me. Let's go ahead and jump right in. How can I help you today? What area of your real estate practice would you like us to uh, focus on? What are you having a challenge with? Um, I, 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 I guess I really don't know. I, I you, you notice my hands shake, so I, I, I'll be honest with you. I have Parkinson's. Sure. I, early onset, I was 49 when I was diagnosed. I'm 52 now. And so I have very bad call re- call reluctance. I get stuttery when I when I get talking to talking to civilians, if you will. Sure. When I'm talking to people like you or other agents. I got no trouble. I can I I got the I got the professional radio voice going on the whole nine yards. I may get a little rambling, a little stuttery, but when I have to call a civilian or or a client or a, I'm not a client but a a prospect, man, I just clam up. And I just have a hard time making that call. And I get call reluctance and I and I get good leads. I probably generate 30 to 60 leads a month. And, and most agents would kill to get my leads. So it's, if, I, if I just get away from call reluctance, I would probably be closing a heck of a lot more. And, I, and, I, and before I had Parkinson's, I was closing 25, 30 deals a year. And the last couple of years, I've, I've, I've closed 10 or 12 a year. And I do, I, and I do weekly videos. I do week, weekly videos for on YouTube. I do a weekly show as a weekly weekly show as a, for real real estate agents. So I've got the knowledge. I just just can't get over, just can't get on the phone sometimes. Let's talk a little bit about that, Dave. How long have you been in the business? If you count mortgages since two thousand and three. Very good. So how long did you do the mortgage before you switched over to the real estate? I, I went from 2003, 2010 in mortgages. I was licensed in 09, started selling real estate full-time in 2012. Okay, very good. So there was a couple of years of transition there. And then so from 2012 to now, so about nine years in real estate yeah. side? Yes, sir. Okay, very good. And uh, you said that if I heard correctly, you've got 25 to 30 closings a year is what you were hitting till a few years ago. And now you're sitting at about uh, 10 to 12. You know how to generate leads. You're getting 30 to 60 a month. What kind of leads are those? Are those internet leads? Internet referrals. Um, um, yeah, internet referral leads, Sphere. So you're sell. Let me ask you. You're selling uh, tw- ten to twelve a year um, now. Are those mainly referrals? Um, yes. Because yes. you said you had the call reluctance, but now, but you must not have before. And so I'm trying to hone in on what do you actually? I still make. I still make calls. I, I still muscle it up, and they may make the call here, or there, or, or they call me. If they call me, then it's all fine. I'm, I'll talk to them. But um, but if I got to call them, it's it, it, it's a difficult call. Okay. And uh, before you were diagnosed, were you able to make the calls out, or were you still nervous then too? No, I wasn't nervous because because I, I always looked at it this way: they they can't beat me up. <laughs> right, they're on the other side of a phone. <laughs> and they always hang up on me. The worst thing they do is hang up on me. Right, right. Um, yeah, I, I always had some call reluctance early on in my career. And so what I did was I would go knock on doors because if I got in front of them, I felt okay. But on the phone, it was a little harder for me. Uh, but then I eventually worked through some of that. But that's where I started out. 
let's try to go through some ideas for you on, on solutions, right? One idea is you could uh, work through your call reluctance and somehow get over it, right? That's one avenue, and we can talk about that. Another avenue is you could bring somebody in to help you make those calls back to the colder leads and warm them up where at some point they're calling you, right? Or the appointment has been scheduled uh, and then you feel a little uh, better about meeting with them because that's what you said. If they call you, you're okay with it. Uh, have you thought along those lines, like getting a... I did have it. I, I, I did have Go ahead. I did have an ISA that I was paying. Um, it was a national ISA. If the lead came in, they would call them and then transfer them over, or it would set a time for me to call them back. But it, they got, it, got, it was getting too expensive. Every, every time I turned around, they were charging more and more money, and the leads were getting – and they were, they were being recorded so I could listen to, listen to them, and I felt like they were letting them off too easy. Let me ask you this. We'll come back to the quality of it. How about the process? Were you feeling good about talking to the people once they were coming to you through the ISA? Yes. Okay. So in other words, the solution may be something that could work. See, I don't normally recommend an ISA for someone at your production level, but because of your situation, you may want to do this. Remember, the whole idea is to move the business around you and make it work for you, right? So it needs to adapt to you. And uh, you want to build on your strength and any any weakness you want to shore up. And one way to shore it up is to have someone help you in that area. And that's just true of everybody in every business. So uh, if you were to train your own ISA, for example, uh, someone to do it part-time or full-time, whatever it ends up being. Do you think that that's a possibility? Do you have enough knowledge that you could train someone to do it? You've been in the industry well, a long time. That's why I'm asking. I go back to 2003 when I would call the internet leads off of, uh, or for mortgages. Right. These people, I've, I've, I was talking to them to give me their social security number. Right. Yeah. We do the same thing. Yeah. I remember <laughs> the old days. Oh yeah. You betcha. And the old, old days, I started in the nineties. Uh, we would just run the numbers for everybody. As a real estate agent, we would run the numbers for people. We just ran it. You would wow. ask, as a real estate agent, you would ask the, for the social security number so that you could get the credit report uh, or have somebody run it for you. But those days are gone. Uh, and for good reason that you, that we were so free with that information. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. When I, when I went to college, my student ID was my social security number. <laughs> it was mine. <laughs> right. Because we're the same age. Yeah. So, Look at that. Uh, well, let's do this. Let's I well, let's go back to the idea. The ISA may be an option for you uh, to have somebody clean those leads, the 30, the 60 that are coming in every year, uh, every month, other than the referrals. You could probably take the referrals direct. So these internet leads and clean them up and hand them back over to you. Uh, and, and they, they will not do it as good as you. They just won't. They just, it's impossible. They don't have the knowledge base, but you could train them up so they could be 80% as good as you. And right. then that removes you from that part of the business. And, um, and it's, you tell me, would you be willing to pay someone to take that piece and handle it for you so that that lead comes into you rather than you reaching out to them? Certainly. I think I would. 
I mean, I've even considered giving it, giving the leads to one of the new kids in the office. And as a referral, if you, if you got, got them on the phone and they didn't close, I'd give you a 20% referral fee. Sure. Yeah, that's an interesting idea. In fact, a lot of ISAs start that way. And in fact, you should think about an IS, a lot of the big teams that have an ISA staff, they, they don't typically keep them on for a long time. They may, but a lot of them, they, they start that as a, uh, an initial starting point for a new agent to learn the craft. And they'll put them on like a, a six-month uh, training period where they're learning how to call, they're learning how to take your leads and convert them. And that's in the process, they're earning a little fee and that's helping them then build their own business because they'll now know how to talk to strangers and convert them into, uh, qualify them and convert them into clients. The team is, the team, building a team is on my short list. So that, that is possible possibility of bringing someone on like that to let them work my leads. And See, normally you would bring in an admin assistant first, right? Because you would be the one. It's always best if you're the one that's the focal point of the contact for the client and maintaining the client relationship. Um, however, again, because of the situation, you may decide, I, I wouldn't normally recommend this, but you may decide to bring in an ISA, train them, maybe bring them in part-time. In fact, that'd be a great thing for a new agent, right? Part-time, they're working on your business, qualifying your leads and handing them back to you for X amount. Of, we'll worry about the, the pay later. They get paid. And at, in the second half of their day, they're able to go out and work their own business. So it's a great transition position for a new person coming in. Now, you're going to have to rotate through people every six months or so, because that's just the, the way it will work. Business. And then if it does work, now you have the basis of a model to start to build part of a team out of, right? Yep. If that's one of your goals and you want to get up to 100, 200, 200 closings a year, whatever the ambition is, you, you would eventually need an ISA. You're just kind of bringing them in way earlier than I would recommend normally. But this is a unique situation where I think it might be viable to do it this way. Um, well, first of all, before we go any further down that path, what are you thinking about that? I'm, I'm liking it. I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not opposed to it. Uh, um, I, I'm, I'm just, I'm only, only thing I'm questioning, and it could be, it could be just a, a, a limiting belief a little bit. It, can I find someone in my area that, that would do that? And, 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 and I think that's just a disappointing belief. Correct. So first you have to have a vision, right? You've been around long enough, you know that you got to create a vision for what you want. And once you do that and you make it part of you, then everything starts to clear up. And I'm a believer that if you create a goal, a, a vision, the, the universe will line up behind you to make that happen. You, you say whatever you want to call it, whatever you want, but people will get behind you, resources will get behind you. Everybody gets behind somebody with a vision. Um, and by the way, they avoid people that don't have a vision <laughs> as far as resources, right? <laughs> but resources will come into your life if you start to move down a path and you have a vision. Uh, and that's why I'm trying to help you. I'm trying to help you create a vision for what this might look like, say six months or a year from now. Could you visualize your business with, 
uh, an ISA, a part-time ISA working beside you. Because if you can visualize that, you'll find them. You'll find, I talk to people all the time that have done that. That's why I didn't come up with this idea. I'm just sure. Well, I've actually know of no, another, another agent here in town that's got an ISA that calls, calls expires and buy owners and what have you. Perfect. I mean, you might uh, find out if they're use, employing them full time or not. Maybe you could pay for them to work for you for an hour or two a day or five hours a week uh, just to test out your theory. You might talk to the agent. You might talk to the ISA and say, hey, do you mind if I uh, borrow Sally or Johnny uh, and pay them for, say, five hours a week? Start really small. Just see if it's going to work, right? Yeah. And the, the reason you're doing that is proof of concept. Once you have a proof of concept, now you can expand it out. Uh, so where would you find these people? You can find them, again, new agents, people who just got their license coming out of school. Your state has a list of all those people. Your office may be bringing people in or a, a friend that you have that's in a big office may know people that are just coming in. Um, talk to your broker. Talk to people as you just figured out somebody who's running a team. Maybe they have somebody that they can't employ full time, but they really like them and they'd love to have the, somebody come in and assist with some payment. Uh, and the other thing on that is structure. I, I know that you want to make it a variable cost that you'll pay them a commission if things happen, but that's not the way you pay an ISA. You, you got to pay an ISA hourly uh, for the work that they're doing. Uh, so that they stay in the game and they're, they want to be there. Because remember, this is a secondary, just a support income position for most of these people. They got to have a, a set income that they feel good about. You can pay them a salary. Once you get going, you would pay them maybe a salary for X amount of work a, a, a month, okay. or you can pay them hourly. You can add a bonus on top, but the bonus is not for the closing. The bonus is if the person signed, showed up for the appointment, as an example. It's got to be something that's more in control of the person who's making these calls uh, for the bonus. And it can be a very small bonus added on top. The, the, the key is to have that base level of income for them and then to help and monitor. Okay. So it's going to be a lot of extra work for you. That's why I said normally you would do it the other way where you would do it and then you could train them. But because of your experience, because of the situation, I kind of like this idea. Um, and you mentioned you. limiting belief. You have to believe it first. There's no doubt. And that's why you start writing out what it's going to look like uh, and start researching it, start going down the path. And that will build your confidence. Thank you. You betcha. Has this been helpful? You certainly has. Cool. I have an assignment for you. I knew that was coming. <laughs> Good, Dave. I watched the show. <laughs> awesome. Here's the assignment. The assignment is I want you to write out your vision for what this ISA would look like uh, and whatever that means to you. So just, just, just paint a picture, even though you don't know what it is yet, like a new agent who's in their 20s, although it could be someone in their 60s, but whatever. It's just a new agent coming in the business. They want to do real estate, but they're scared. They need a, 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 some help. 
to get established and they're willing to work for you for a couple hours a day for X dollars. I don't know what your pay rate is in your area, but 10 or 15 or $20 an hour, whatever is reasonable. And now they've got a little bit of income and they're happy to help you. Plus what you're selling them on is you're teaching them how to talk to these leads and convert. That's what they all need, right? We all need leads a new agent even more than others. Exactly. They're going to love the fact that you're bringing them under your wing and you're showing them what's going on. Cause that's the part, that's what, that's the intangible that you're offering to this ISA. It's not an ISA for life. Okay. That's, that's what they've discovered. That's hard to do. There are people that do it, but it's rarer. So, but it's easier to find somebody who's ambitious and wants to get into real estate and is willing to work this position for say a set set of time, like six months and, and get their skill base down. Man, I would have done that in a heartbeat when I started 27 years ago, nobody was offering anything like that. I mean, wow. How cool would that be? Just think about it. Put yourself in their shoes. How cool would it be if Dave walks up and says, Hey, I got this cool. I know you're, you're new and you don't know what to do yet. I got this cool position that might help you. It's only part-time. So you can focus the other part of your, the rest of your time on your business. But in the meantime, I'll kind of show you what I'm doing and teach you how to convert leads. What do you think? They're going to be all over that. Or, or they should be. They should. Exactly. Now that's going to be the issue. You're going to have to go through, I don't know, five or 10 to find the right person. But that's the way it is all the time when you hire people. You have to go through and find the, the match. And it that's is. why you got to have the vision. Who's this person? What do you think they're going to be like? What are their needs? What is their ambition? Put yourself in their shoes. Because now when you meet them, you're going to say, oh my gosh, this is the person. I, this is who I've been visualizing. This is them. So the assignment is to write down your idea of how this ISA position would look like. You can write down the technical side, like I'm going to pay them X dollars an hour and they're going to make my calls. And you should do that, a kind of a duty list. I, I challenge you to write down the vision side of what they look like and right. what they feel and what they need. Because if you can connect those, everybody wins. You're going to get them for a lower rate. You're going to get them for a longer term. You're going to have a more committed person. Um, you're going to feel good about helping them. They're going to be feel good about helping you. It's a short-term arrangement. Six months is a long time, but in the big picture, it's a short-term arrangement. Uh, you were going to roll through people in six months anyway. You're just creating a win-win for everybody. I got it written out. Awesome. Dave, when do you think you could write out that assignment and have it done by? Two weeks. Awesome. What day? You give me a day and a date that you could have it done. Pull on my calendar. Cool. May 8th, 23rd. Let's go 22nd. Two weeks from the day. Perfect. We'll do the June 22nd. What time would it be done at? One o'clock. One o'clock. Fantastic. When you have that done, either between now and then, if you get it done earlier, that's fine. Whenever it gets done, no later than the 22nd at one, I want you to send me an email and tell me that you got it done. Yes, sir. All right. I think you're going to really like what you find.
uh, in this process. I think you're going to get this lined up and this is going to be very helpful. I'm excited to hear how this goes. I want you to keep me updated. I will do. All right, Dave, this has been a lot of fun. Thanks for joining me. I appreciate it. I really do appreciate the help. I appreciate the opportunity. Well, that's it for Agent Unstuck Calls. It was a lot of fun today. If you liked what you heard, go ahead and click that like button. And if you want to hear more calls like this, go ahead and subscribe to the channel and hit that notification bell so you know exactly when the next episode is coming out. And if you have any thoughts about what you heard today and you'd like to relay that to everyone else, go ahead and put that down in the comment section so people can talk about it. And finally, if you're stuck in your real estate career, you're a veteran who's having some challenges and you can't figure out how to get to that next step, go ahead and schedule yourself an unstuck call. Just go to agentunstuckcall.com. That's agentunstuckcall.com. And let's get you scheduled in. You'll go in there, you'll fill out a quick survey, you'll find a time that works for you, and we'll get on a call just like this and see if we can't get you some answers. All right, this has been a lot of fun. I'm your host, Mike Cerrone with Mastermind Agent. And again, thank you for joining us on Agent Unstuck Calls. Take care.